Ladies and gentlemen, if you're ready for some fantasy hockey streaming advice, it's time for the most styling, profiling, wheeling and dealing, jet flying, limousine riding podcast in all the land. It's the reigning, defending, undisputed fantasy hockey streaming champion of the world. It's the stream Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back once again to the greatest fantasy hockey podcast that focuses on streaming players for the upcoming week. It's the stream scheme. We won't be talking about your superstars like your Kyle Connors or your Patrick Kane's here. No sorry, Bob. Here we get down to the nitty gritty, the dark depths of fantasy hockey that those other podcasts are too scared to touch. The stream scheme is presented by the greatest fantasy hockey podcast in the world, Keeping Carlson, and we often refer to the toughest league in the world, the Keeping Carlson Ultimate Patron Fantasy League, aka the Cupful. Hopefully everyone is coming off a win this week and got themselves into the playoffs in at least hopefully like one of your leagues not much help from me last week i apologize though as my picks stunk and i even missed that colorado had a streamagami schedule last week which obviously uh, super embarrassing and i deservedly got a lot of chirps about it but we must press on streaming this time of year is tough there's no doubt about it most low rostered players on the waiver wire at this point in the season have a very good reason for being there and yeah hand up i should have been more prepared for the trade deadline last week i don't know just where my head was at last week that ultimately hurt us a decent bit but just because of all those roster shakeups but hopefully things are settled down now because this week is critical and we're sticking to the game plan this week Yeah, we're still only picking up guys with good schedules, of course, but we're trying to get guys on teams that are still playing important games and playing games that hopefully won't be low scoring as well. For the most part, uh, we do have a couple of streamers this week that don't fit that bill, but hey, 10 out of 12 ain't bad. And now we're at the time of the season where people are actually dropping good players with bad schedules too. So always be on the lookout for those kind of players as well. But before we get into this week's picks, we got to see how we did last week because not only do we got to see what, what we do with those guys going forward, but more importantly, we're all about accountability here at the stream scheme, even on the bad week. <laughs> Jordan Greenway had pretty good shots, pretty good hits. No points, though, for Greenway. So this one's a loss. I I really liked Minnesota's schedule, but only nine goals in three games so far this week. They do play today on Sunday. And being on a third line, that just ain't going to cut the mustard here for Greenway. Yeah, the Wild are winning games, so I can't hate on them too much. But as far as streamers go, we might have to be done with them this year if they're going to start playing this low scoring grind them out type of games all the time so you can certainly drop jordan greenway Travis Konechny had four points in two games this week before he got hurt. So actually, that's one of the few wins for us this week. Philly has 
actually been really good to us all year long so shout out to philly they get a bad rap it's actually a pretty cool city a lot of good concerts roll through there but yeah hopefully you can store connectney in your ir but otherwise you can drop them Josh Anderson, big old goose egg this week. Kind of the same thing as Greenway. The Habs only scored seven goals in three games so far this week. And I know, I know, really wouldn't advise picking streamers from bad teams at this point in the season for exactly what happened to us this week. Typically, Florida and Toronto aren't known for keeping opponents, you know, off the score sheet. But after the Habs had their garage sale, I'm sure their team just wasn't in a good spot to have a good offensive weeks so this one's on me my mistake and you can certainly drop josh anderson Kasperi Kapanen, just one point in three games for Kapanen, and yeah, the Ricky Racks trade certainly mixed up their lines the whole week, and Malkin got hurt, so it was just impossible for the Pens to find their groove this week, so yeah, this one's on me. I didn't actually see the trade coming. I was absolutely, I didn't think the Penguins were going to make a trade, and then I was just absolutely over the moon for my boy, our very best friend, Ricky Racks, coming to Pittsburgh. But our streamers this past week certainly suffered as a result. And I still don't know how the lines will ultimately shake out once Malkin comes back from his non-COVID illness. But either way, Pittsburgh plays just three times this next week with zero light days in there. So you can drop Kapanen after his game on Sunday where hopefully he scores like five goals. Kyle Palmieri, not too bad. Two points in three games so far this week with a game in hand today on Sunday. So I'm going to call this one a win. Typically, I'd say we need to see how he does on Sunday. But hey, I'm going to lose this week anyways. Let me have this get off my back. But uh, yeah, you can drop Kyle Palmieri. Moving on to our defenders, Matheson, uh, same thing here as Palmieri, had a pretty good week so far, and typically I need to see a good game from Matheson on Sunday, but the week has already been decided, unfortunately, so we'll just assume that Matheson will have a decent game on Sunday, uh, just to give it feel a little bit better about our record here, but you can definitely drop Matheson. Alexander Romanov. Romanov had a great week for us. At least defense showed up for us this week, eh? Two assists, six shots, five hits, and nine blocks for Romanov this week with a game in hand today on Sunday as well, which is awesome to see him getting heavy minutes and putting up the consistent peripherals that we talked about last week as a result. So Romanoff is definitely someone to watch next season, maybe as a defensive flyer late in drafts. We shall see. Fantastic job, Romanoff. Glad to see you shining finally. But I think you can drop him after his game on Sunday. Nate Schmidt. All right, so maybe not all of our defenders showed up for us this week as Nate Schmidt stinks. Although we knew this was going to be a boomer bust type pick from a defensive streamer with low minutes that relies strictly on catching some points every once in a while. A bad choice indeed, and one that I won't make again until, you know, he's dead to me until the next enough time has passed that I forget that he's dead to me at the very least. So yeah, you can get rid of Nate Schmidt. Our goalie streamer of the week was Alex Nedeljkovic, who had a very good week for us as he had two pretty good starts this week despite getting some negative points on Thursday he still managed to put up 16.7 kickupful points this week which is just nuts for someone that's still available in over half of leagues obviously maybe not every league values goalies so much as uh, the kickupful does but 
You know what I mean? And it really, at this point, even in sharp leagues, you've got to find people that are just going to be checked out. But, hey, that's where we got to take advantage. So if he's still there, definitely pick up Alex Nedeljkovic. And I would continue to hold on to him as well. Just Detroit, please keep giving up those shots, baby. I love it. Our Shallow League streamer of the week was Evan Rodriguez, and our first ludicrous streamer of the week was Dan Heinen, and I'm going to talk about them both because they both suffered the bulk of the blow from the Ricky Racks trade as uh, both Erod and Heinen are now back down on the third line in Pittsburgh, but as we mentioned, that's going to get shaken up again once Malkin is back, and it doesn't matter either way. Losses here for both Evan Rodriguez and Dan Heinen this week, but I can't hold that against them that's my fault and you can certainly drop them our other ludicrous streamer was rem pitlick who also put up a goose egg and yeah he was on a third line of a bad team after the trade deadline that's just not a good streaming combination but at least for pitlick he he was a ludicrous streamer so someone like josh anderson hurts a little bit more but yeah you can drop all your habs So overall, that's a mighty generous 4 for 12 for the week, which does not meet our 50% threshold clearly. Now, certainly it's possible that like five or so of those losers that play today on Sunday all have monster games, but come on, let's be real. That'll bring our record down to 16 and 5 now on the season, certainly stumbling at the finish line, you know, like a sprinter in a marathon and just ends up running on empty that last couple miles or I don't know, something like that. We don't lose though. We either win or we learn. And I learned from the trade deadline that It's a terrible week to pick streamers, but we will grow from it and we will bounce back. We've only had one back-to-back losses weeks, you know, this entire season so far. And I plan to keep it that way and bounce back in this crucial playoff week. But enough pitter-patter. Let's get at it. Let's get to the schedules for the upcoming week starting on Monday, March 28th, 2022. On Monday, we have 10 clubs playing, 18 clubs play on Tuesday, 12 clubs playing on Wednesday, 18 clubs playing on Thursday, 14 clubs playing on Friday, and then 18 clubs play on both Saturday and 18 clubs playing on Sunday, April 3rd as well. The best schedule of the week is actually pretty much a five-way tie between the Arizona Coyotes, the Buffalo Sabres, the Edmonton Oilers, the Seattle Kraken, and the St. Louis Blues. All of those teams play four times this week with three light days in there each. And honestly, none of those teams really play anyone that's terribly great defensively or in net. And so we've got a lot to choose from this week to say the least. Although, I was forced to pick one I guess I'll go with the St. Louis Blues since they played their last game of the week on Saturday and each of those other four teams finished their week on Sunday and a couple other teams with good schedules this week are the Chicago Blackhawks the LA Kings and the New York Rangers each of those teams play four times this week with two light day games in there so that's nearly a third of the league with a good schedule this week I love the worst schedule of the week is a tie between the Nashville Predators and the Washington Capitals both of those teams only played twice this week with only one light day in there and with so many teams with good schedules this week that makes these bad schedules only hurt that much more so for the Capitals I'm keeping Ovi Kuznetsov and John Carlson drop 
every other capital. For the Predators, same kind of thing. I'm holding on to Yossi, Philly Fours, and Duchesne, and I'm dropping every other Predator. Some other teams with a bad schedule this week are any team that plays three times this week that only play on either one or zero light days this week, of which there is a ton of them, so I'm not going to name them all. So you guys know the drill. Drop those fringe players on the teams with bad schedules this week and get ready to add some streamers in their place. And of course, I'm always down to give you guys advice on all the ads, drops, whatever the case may be. Feel free to hit me up on Twitter at NHL Stream Scheme. I'm usually pretty quick with a response for you over there. So without further ado, let's get to the picks of the week. For my top forward streamer pick this week, I'm going with Killer Yamamoto. And I know, chalk pick here, 100%. I agree. I typically try to avoid any type of streamer that the talking heads are talking about. But in this case, I wouldn't be doing my job unless I told you guys to pick up Yamamoto. If Yamamoto is still available in your league, then guess what? You guessed it. Clan League. And according to my stats here, that would be 76 of Yahoo Leagues are currently Clan Leagues as Yamamoto is rostered right now in just 24% of leagues. Although I'm sure all you guys were able to do that math by yourself in your head, right? But <laughs> yeah, he's skating with McDavid and Evander Kane right now. So and he's, he's in as good a spot that a streamer can possibly be in. Although that logic hasn't necessarily translated into success for us this year. So, but it does help that the Oilers have one of the best schedules of the week. They play four times with three light days and they play the Yotes, the Kings, the Blues, and the Ducks. So none of those teams should pose that much of a resistance to that McDavid line. Or at least you would think. Uh, I suppose we'll see. So if he is still there in your league, then you must pick up Kaylor Yamamoto post-haste. My second forward streamer pick this week is Alex Tuck of the Buffalo Sabres. And I know, I know, I just got done saying how at this point in the season, you have to be really careful about picking streamers on teams that are out of the playoff race, as that's part of the reason for our struggles recently. But for Alex Tuck, I'll make an exception. He's seen his scoring drop off to the point where he's down in streamer range at just 22% rostered right now. And part of that might be that he's playing I guess technically on like a third line or second line. I don't know. But that hasn't seen his minutes or his shots drop, which is great. Those are still looking good. And he's on the top power play as well. Combine that with the fact that the Sabres have one of the best schedules of the week. They play four times with three light days. So hopefully Tuck does not make me regret this pick. But I am rolling with Alex Tuck this week. My third forward streamer pick this week is Trevor Moore of the LA Kings, and it just looks like all good things right now for Trevor Moore. Good minutes, good shots, even some hits. He's been hot recently, 10 points in his last 11 games. The Kings are still actively trying to win games. That's always good. And the Kings have a good schedule this week with four games with two light days in there, and they're playing the Kraken, the Oilers, the Flames, and the Jets. So the Flames are tough, obviously, but the other defenses hopefully shouldn't pose too much of a threat of low scoring games well maybe the Kraken just because the Kraken might not score but hopefully the Kings still score a bunch Trevor Moore is only rostered right now in just 12% of leagues so pick up Trevor Moore this week my fourth forward streamer pick this week is Brandon Saad of the St. Louis Blues Saad is kind of the same thing as Trevor Moore but I'm slightly less confident in Saad just because 
Saad is one of those guys who's been around long enough that we know we can never fully trust him. But Saad is getting pretty good minutes. His shots, you know, they're there, but they can be hit or miss. I really like his line right now. He's skating beside Perron and Ryan O'Reilly in St. Louis right now. The only problem is that even though that's like a top line on most teams, St. Louis has really three good lines and so they run them fairly evenly just because you know there's no reason to skate anyone to death if they don't have to at this point in the season but as far as the blues go pretty much their whole team is above streamer range so if you do want in on the blues this week sod is your best choice and they've got a great schedule this week and some might even argue the best schedule of the week is they play four times with three light days this week and they even end their week on saturday as well and he's only rostered right now in just 11% of leagues so pick up Brandon Saad my fifth regular forward streamer pick this week is Frank Vetrano now a member of the New York Rangers and hey I'm always down to give any newbie on the Rangers a chance now they can also very quickly turn into an enemy but that's the risk I'm willing to take and it's mainly because I refuse to believe that someone can like skate alongside Zibanejad and Chris Kreider and somehow not put up points and that's exactly the chance that Frank Vitrano has right now. He's skating alongside Zibanejad and Kreider, and so far so good for him. Two goals in his last three games, doing what he's supposed to do with that new deployment, and I have no reason to think that's going to slow down. Not only that, because the Rangers have a good schedule this week with four games, two light days in there, and obviously the Rangers are in playoff contention, so check that box as well. He's still only rostered right now in just 9% of leagues, so if he's there in your league, I would certainly pick up Frank Vitrano this week. My defensive streamers this week are Cody Cece of the Edmonton Oilers, Steady Nick Letty of now the St. Louis Blues, and Sean Dursey of the Los Angeles Kings. All of the guys have great schedules this week that we've already talked about for some of their forward teammates. But yeah, for CeCe, he's just the only Oiler defender in streamer range and is actually kind of good at putting up points. He's usually good for at least blocks and I'm hoping he can luck into a couple of secondary assists this week as well steady Nick Letty I mainly picked him because with Krug out this week he'll at least hold down the second power play unit uh, and might even see some top unit time as well in St. Louis so we'll see about that and for Dursey he's actually our hottest streamer right now with four points in his last two games somehow but we're picking Dursey here more for the fact that he's generally pretty good perifs beast ever since earlier in this month when Jersey regularly started to see over 20 minutes a game he's been racking up the hits shots and blocks just as long as they can keep that going we will be Gucci they're all less than 10% rostered so pick up Cody Cece steady Nick Letty and Sean Dursey this week for my goalie streamer of the week is Mike Smith of the Edmonton Oilers. And we've been on a little bit of a hot run for us lately. So this might be a little bit of a heat check pick because Mike Smith is certainly a lot riskier of a pick than we've had for a couple of our more recent goalies. And I don't have to tell you guys too much about Mike Smith. Everyone knows who he is, what he's about. He could blow up and give us negative points for the week. 
Um, he could get injured walking to the arena, or he could just absolutely dominate and claim the net in Edmonton for as long as he's healthy. And I'm hoping it's a little bit more towards that last one because the Oilers are ticked off this week because the Flames whooped them again, and I hope they take it out on their opponents this week. Uh, Mike Smith should, I would think, get two starts this week. And as I mentioned, who knows, it might even be three because he's only rostered right now in 36% of leagues. But let's be real. I bet half of those are just teams who forgot to put him or take him off the IR or just forgot about their team. Um, but, hey, it's the playoffs, baby. So go big or go home and pick up Mike Smith if he's there. My shallow league streamer of the week is Dylan Strom of the Chicago Blackhawks. I was very surprised to see Dylan Strom like not rostered in so many leagues. Dylan Strom is rostered right now in just 28% of leagues, which unfortunately is just a little bit outside of regular streamer range, but I will happily take him here as my shallow league streamer. If Dylan Strom isn't rostered in your league right now, guess what? Yeah, you guessed it. Clan League. He's been one of the hottest players in the league recently. And if Dylan Strom is available in your league, I don't believe that you're actively trying to win your league right now. So pick him up. Oh, yeah. And Chicago has a pretty good schedule. And, you know, he's like center and right wing eligible. All this good stuff. Primo deploymento, good minutes, you name it. I don't know what else I can tell you, but for the love of Pete, pick up Dylan Strom. And lastly, we've got some ludicrous streamers for you guys, of course. So let's get into it. Prepare ship for ludicrous speed. Fasten all seatbelts. Seal all entrances and exits. Close all shops in the mall. Cancel the three-ring circus. Secure all animals in the zoo. Give me that, you petty excuse for an officer. Now hear this. Ludicrous speed. Sir, had you better buckle up? Now buckle this. Ludicrous speed. Go! Ludicrous streamers of the week are Derek Broussard of the Edmonton Oilers and Casey Middlestat of the Buffalo Sabres. For Derek Broussard, I know it hurt us last week whenever we went all in on the pens. And if I'm being honest, most times that I go all in on any one team, it's usually bad news bears for us. But whatever. I apologize in advance, Edmonton fans, but I need you this week. And Broussard is, at least as of uh, Edmonton's last game, was skating with Nuge and Pool Party. So I'll take that deployment all day, even if it is Derek Freaking, I've played on half the teams in the league, Broussard. And for Casey Middlestat, he was the other Sabre that we were talking about this week in addition to Tuck, that they're the only streamers that I picked this week that aren't like on teams that are in playoff contention right now. But at least for this one, uh, Middlestat's a ludicrous streamer. If none of those other guys that I've talked about in this whole episode are available in your league and you're scraping the bottom of the waiver wild barrel, then uh, Casey Middlestat will probably at least still be there for you I would hope only nine points on the year for middle stat in 23 games so I can't imagine he's on too many rosters but hey he does have three points in his last three games and it's hard to say what line in Buffalo is really their top line but I will argue that middle stat is on the top line with Asplund and Olofsson just a nice little young line there and middle stat is also 
getting time on the top power play. So, yes, in my humble opinion, I would say he's getting some of that primo deployment-o down there in Buffalo. They're ludicrous streamers, so you know they're available pretty much everywhere at 2 and 1% rostered, respectfully. So if you're in a deep, deep league and need some streamers this week, then pick up Derek Broussard and Casey Middlestat this week. So there we have it. To recap our streamers for the week starting on Monday, March 28th, 2022, are the following. Forward streamers, Kaylor Yamamoto, Alex Tuck, Trevor Moore, Brandon Saad, and Frank Vetrano. On defensive, we've got Cody Cece, Steady Nick Letty, and Sean Dersey. Our goalie streamer of the week is Mike Smith. Our shallow league streamer of the week is Dylan Strom. Please pick up Dylan Strom. What are we doing? And our ludicrous streamers of the week are Derek Brassard and Casey Middlestadt. Good luck to everyone this week. Feel free to hit me up on the Keeping Carlson Patron Discord server. Check out the Stream Scheme channel over there. Or you can find me on Twitter at NHL Stream Scheme. Make sure to follow Ben and Lewis at Short Shifts. And obviously follow at Keeping Carlson. And tune into their Megapod every Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And don't forget, if you want the picks sent to you before noon, guaranteed every Sunday, hours before the show comes out, which could come in handy in those, uh, you know, top couple level competitions when people are trying to pick up players for the next matchup. If you know what I mean, you can sign up for my Patreon at patreon.com slash NHL stream scheme, where it's just $1 a month or 25 cents an episode for that. And all proceeds are donated to a hockey charity. So it's very greatly appreciated. Thank you everyone for listening. And don't forget what the legendary Moose Fasco once said. The future belongs to those who believe in their streams. See ya.